How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Oh, yeah. Live, baby, live from the bank. Thank you, audience. Mark. That was so good. Yeah, well, hey, we're live. I got to step it up a little. You got to step you know this up tonight because we are live. We are live. From the main. And what is our topic tonight? We are talking about who we are. Who we are. And why we do what we do. That sounds like the theme of the Dr. Joe Show. That is the Dr. Joe Show. And for folks who are first time listeners, what is the Dr. Joe Show? The Dr. Joe Show explores who we are and why we do what we do who we are and why we do what we do because that is part of humanity it's part of what i like to call the i am approach and the i am approach is a wonderful approach why thank you so much with four domains created by dr joe all the way back as dates me in 1982 1982. 1982. Yeah, so, so here's the idea, folks. So we have spent a lot of time in this world, especially right now in our day and age, thinking other people are broken, that they're not doing good enough, that there's something wrong with them. We are judgmental, and my thing is, you know what? Let's put all that aside for right now. Yeah. What if we start looking at everyone as doing the best they can at this moment in time, but with the potential to change in the very next second. I call that an I am, your current maximum potential. This is who I am. And it's based on four things. Four, four domains. Four domains. Your home domain. Yeah. Right? No one's going to argue your home has had an impact on who you are today. Right. The social domain, which is everything else that's being at work, that's being at school, that's us being right here now at the Ming. That's it. That's it. And then there are two internal domains, your biological domain of your brain and body. Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I digesting my lunch? Am I digesting the wonderful food from Ming? And then the I see domain. Yeah. How do I see myself? But how do I think other people right. see me? Human beings are very interested in what other people think or feel. We call that empathy. We say, how are you feeling? But what we really want to know is what are you thinking about me? Right. That's what we want to know. Yeah. And yeah. that's the I am. And so the I am isn't saying that you have to like what somebody's doing or what yourself is doing. It doesn't say that you have to condone it and say it's all right. It's not a free ride. You're going to be held responsible because everything you do has a natural consequence. And the I am isn't even saying you're going to win. But instead of judging ourselves and other people as less than and broken, let's look again at why people do that's what they right. do. Now think about these words. Look again. Again, yeah. look. Again, like to repeat something, look like a spectator. So, yeah, I'm going to respect why people do what they do. We control no one. And you influence everyone. That's right. So that is the premise of the Dr. Joe Show. So in theory, what we try to do every week is we try to explore different things that happen in the daily life that 
thread back to our IM. That thread back to our IM. And today. And today. Tonight. Tonight. Right here, live. At the Ming. We are going to explore karaoke and why people do karaoke. <laughs> why do people get up and sing and have so much fun? And why would some people rather have a wisdom tooth or root canal without anesthesia? Some people would rather do that than get up and sing. But so we're not going to force anyone to sing no, right now no, because no, no. we know that that would affect their IM. No, we're not. Right? We're not going to influence people that way. No, but we did bring in a guest, an yes. expert in the field, because what we like to do every week is bring an expert to our show to speak about that everyday occurrence That's or what have you that we're going to talk about and thread the IM. So today, all the way from Manhattan, all New the way York from Manhattan, New York City, baby, New York City. New York. We have yes. the karaoke expert, the yes. master of the game. Yes, yes, yes. Mr. Jeff Klein. Jeff Klein. Hey. How you doing? Woo. How you doing? <laughs> Jeff, welcome. All the way from New York City. All the way from New York, this baby. guy. How you doing, Dr. Joe? Hey, well, no, it's a night to have you here. Great to be in, here. In our town. Great yeah. to be here. In, yeah. in, a, in a city that, that does sleep sometimes, yes. unlike New York, yeah. that never sleeps. Absolutely. You know, when you guys were chatting and asking, why do people karaoke? Yeah. I was thinking, why doesn't everybody right. karaoke? Why don't they karaoke, <laughs> right? It's yeah. a great question. I mean, I may be the karaoke poster child, you know, of enthusiasm more than talent. But it's just such an amazing exercise. And, and you know, Mark, we were talking about this earlier. It's something that... It just, there's a low enough barrier to entry that everyone could do it. You can literally hop up on the stage or in, in the, you know, private rooms or wherever people karaoke, right. you know, in front of a band. They have bandioke. Bandioke. Just kind of going through the whole spectrum of karaoke here, yeah. you know, where you can, people that they have them at their houses. I live in the suburbs now. Yep. People have these setups. I happen to have one of these setups, and I, nice. I just think it's fantastic activity for the whole family and, Jeff, and for everyone. Tell me, tell me about the first time. How did you get introduced to karaoke? What about uh -huh. your, what do you remember? What was your first time doing karaoke? Oh, boy. The Virgin episode. Virgin Oki. Virgin So this is funny that you mentioned this because I was thinking about this on the flight up here. And I'm uh, glad I flew up when I did. I missed uh, the entire storm. But yeah. it was 25 years ago, Dr. Joe. 20. 25 years. So that, so you're in the 30s. So you were 19 five. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. 1993. Okay. Living in Boston. Yep. Going to law school. As was your co-host. Yes. Going to law yes, school. Yes, at that time. As well. And uh, we were, uh, it was late, late in the semester. We were studying, of course, putting in hard work, putting in the effort required. And the power went out. And we lived in an apartment in, uh, we were in Everett. That That's right, time. Everett. Right near where they just built a massive casino, actually, right there. Correct. That, that, that house was probably ripped down for the purpose of the casino. That's right. Huh. But we said, hey, why? we got nothing to do. Why don't we go into town? And we, it's, it's karaoke Wednesday or Thursday. I, you know, I can't exactly remember. But uh, so we went down to the place where it was. And, Clarks. Uh, Clarks in downtown Boston. And Faneuil Hall. Was it Clarks? Yep. Yep. It was Clarks and Faneuil Hall. Okay. So... 
Okay. The clock's in there. The hall. I'm there. <laughs> there it was. I'm so, ready uh, to study. So there wasn't an option to no, because continue studying because well, the power was out. Power was out. What? What are we going to do? Because you guys studied all the I mean, it's not like we need flashlights. You're law students. Look, it was time. So. <laughs> it was time. It was time to go. So at that point in time... I don't believe we knew there was karaoke going on, though. I think it was, let's go get a drink down at Clark's. I think you're, you know, you're kind of changing the story All right. at this point. Okay, well, this is, this is exactly this is So we'll do the couple therapy after yeah. the show. Yeah, but yeah. go ahead. So let's... Yeah. let's Interesting. Let's, no, no, that's what memory is. Sometimes memory is, uh, you know, ephemeral, and it's sometimes faint. we don't well, always know. Sometimes it's faint. And we look for other things that to re we can remember and we can say and challenge with each other. But, but, but you were saying, Wow, I Jeff, love how you just did that. That was amazing. Yeah. I just dropped that that's in there. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's why he does yeah. what he does. Go um, ahead. So You'll remember that. I, I, we got to thing. the bar. We saw some, saw some live music, people doing it. We knew what it was immediately. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. You know exactly what's happening as soon as you show up on the scene. And so, uh, so from my perspective, I, I wanted to do a, uh, a song. So I put in my request. And I got up on the stage, and uh, it was a little out of my range. Let's, it was a little out of my range. Michael Jackson. Of all the songs to start your karaoke career, he, he goes for Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what, though? Let's peel the onion back. Yeah. The reason why is because I had a lot of confidence in my dancing. Ah. More confidence in my dancing than my singing at mm. that point in time. And I knew that at some point I could bust out a moonwalk nice. or a couple of those moves, yeah. and I would, I would win the day. All I had to do was survive the song, get to the point in the show where I need to do those moves, drop the mic, exit stage left. And that's basically what happened. And so you dropped the mic and exit stage left? <laughs> no, but no, I, got, I survived, Sorry, I got I little, survived and moved on. I got and a little, he did great. A little concrete there. So what was... was she clearly it? had sung that song right. thousands of times and this in is his room, in the shower, right, in right. the car. In the, exactly. Thousands. So he thought he could sing it, which is why the, the karaoke exists in my mind. It's just put it out there. It's just attainable. It seems attainable. It's close. Until it's not. Well, <laughs> we're going to get it chop into some of that. Because, right, yeah. but, but some people just have great stage presence. Well, that's that is, that's 90% of karaoke, I think. I think so, too. So, so were you nervous at all? Or, or you said, well, I, I can dance, so I'm not worried about the singing part. Well, were you, were you a little bit anxious? Well, it was, I, you know, karaoke also boils down to song choice, Dr. Mm. Joe. And so I think you have to kind of know what you can sing, know what you can pull off. And at that point, I, I was a novice. Obviously, it was my first time. I mean, we just established that. And it was number one out of the gate. Virgin Oki, I think. Virgin Oki. <laughs> Virgin Oki. So, so, you know, I, I picked a song that I thought I could perform. Right rather than sing, right. because right. I think that was what was, that was my thought process. And so from that perspective, it was a great experience. But I think the singing part of it was, was a challenge and, and one that I needed to revisit and, and like anything, any skill, practice to get, to get better. Right. And, but now, I mean, because I've seen you now. I mean, you know, full disclosure, I have seen the master of karaoke yes. at work not just dancing, but blasting those tones out there. You know, it's great. Mark, how yeah. about you? What about your first? Well, so that was that was that the was same it. moment in time. And yeah, did you get up? I did. You I did. did. I didn't dance. You didn't dance. 
So dancing is not my, you know, no. strong suit, but neither is singing. But <laughs> <laughs> not caring is. Ah. And I think that's a lot of the karaoke is, is I don't care. Yeah, I don't so care, Ioki. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, That's great. I don't care, Ryoki. That's yeah, so, so I, as opposed to Jeff, opted for a less challenging song. Okay. And in my mind, you know, when, you're, when you're stuck in a room, right, and there's no getting out, and you have to sing karaoke, right? I mean, that could happen, right? Life or death situation. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a song that they're going to sing, right? And I thought at the time that the easiest genre would be country music mm -hmm. because it's not far from talking, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I, you know, 25 years ago, grabbed the mic and said, I kind of know Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. So that's the song I'm singing. And that's been the go-to for 25 years. Every single time that I've had a mic put in my face and yeah. said, sing karaoke, yeah. that's where I go. Mo and Mark's I think everybody's got one. He's a monogamous karaoke. Monogamoki. And, and, and didn't you... Monogamoki. When, when you started thinking about doing a Dr. Joe show on karaoke, which is a great idea, and I, I just want to give credit to Mark, because it was Mark's idea to do this, because that's really important. But you had actually, when we is first... Is it really important? Well, it is important, okay. because I think it's important... you don't want... You don't no, want no, I'm the not flies on you on if the show fails about completely. it. I think it's always important to give credit where credit is yeah. due. But you also have Successes. another sort of another component to this, which is you have the singer saying, if you, what was it, the, if one song, in order to survive, what, what's the thing that you do when the you go say? The go-to. No, not just the go-to song, but I've heard you say this, is that imagine that you're in a life-and-death situation yeah. and you can... You have to, the only way you can get out of it is to sing one song. Wasn't that what you were saying? Yeah. And so that's part of how we get to the karaoke thing. I want to just thank uh, Monica and Jimmy for giving us the, yes. the space tonight. Yes, Monica and Jimmy. So I am very honored that because we, we uh, Mark and I have this tradition where after our show, the Dr. Joe Show Live, we come here to the Ming and we have a tradition where we will sing one karaoke song each. But every Thursday, there is a guy here who is just amazing. He is our first guest to talk about karaoke, Cowboy John. Cowboy John. Welcome to the show, buddy. So, Cowboy, thanks for being here. Tell me, when did you first start doing karaoke, and what was that experience like for you, first time you did it? God, first time I did it was, um, I, I did it a time or two with friends as a group, yeah. but I never did it by myself until I was um, actually at my grandmother's 90th birthday party. Oh, nice. And I sang The Weight by the band. Amazing. Uh, a song, song that my father Great knows song. and taught me in the basement. And when I finished singing, my mother said, you know, you sound the most like your father when you sing. Wow. Is and that a compliment? I was, I was blown away by that because my father sang like an angel. Oh. Um, ah. Having been in a wheelchair for so long, he couldn't sing. He lost his vocal cords. It was a tragic accident that, that cost him what he was able to do. Hmm. But when she told me that, I just was like, holy cow, I can actually sing. Mm. And since, since doing karaoke, getting more confident at it, 
I've had people tell me, hey, you, you're not too bad, or hey, you're pretty good. And I've actually been invited by others to sing with their bands really? because they thought I was that good. And I went to a, um, a place in Boston. With I, no, no formal training, just uh, karaoke. I was, a, I was a chorus kid. Okay. You know? I was the reason they called it mixed chorus. I wish I brought the picture. There's a picture of me laying in front of 56 girls. <laughs> Jazz Festival from 1982 or something like that when I was in high school. The reason a lot of kids uh, do chorus. It, it was, uh, but I was the reason it was mixed chorus. I see. I was I the see. only guy. I see. I love that. Me and 56 girls. But no, no formal training on, <laughs> on music. Uh, yeah. Just a love for it. I mean, yeah. really, it's, I sing what speaks to me, mm -hmm. which is what a lot of people do. I mean, I, I tell everybody that wants to try it, if you could sing a song from beginning to end in your car without looking at lyrics and you feel it and you love it you'll be able to do it mm -hmm. just get up and do it whether you sound good or not and I heard you say performance right. what you could perform get up there and just give your performance right. and enjoy yourself because even if one person loves it and everybody else hates it as long as you're the one person that loves it who cares right That's right you had fun right. That's right and it's therapeutic 90% right? of the people that are poo-pooing you and saying you stink have probably never, never gotten up there and done it That's themselves right. because haters, they don't have the guts to do haters it. Haters are going to hate Cowboy John. That's it. Haters are That's hate. it. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I love doing it. I've had a blast doing it. Uh, Brenda, the DJ here, is unbelievable. Uh, she gets from the people that don't want to sing to the people who love to sing she takes care of everybody throughout the night yeah and that's probably one of the reasons why you love coming here because it's such a diverse crowd here it really is it is and brenda is fantastic hopefully she'll be here soon but the other thing that that i've watched you do is how you get people up here dancing and you're teaching them line dancing and all of that where did that come from well actually the Cowboy Johnny comes from, I was going out every Wednesday night and doing country line dancing. Mm -hmm. And after country line dancing, I would stop in and do a couple of songs and I'd still be in my cowboy hat and boots and the persona, nomaker, whatever kind of brought itself on and, and here we are. I, I just stick with it. And I love to sing country music because most of the country songs tell stories mm -hmm. and that's what I really love about music is the stories that it tells and the way that it touches different people. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of happened. Yeah. I think it's great and I, I think there is something when you are up there the people are watching and they're going this guy is, is speaking to me. Yeah, and I think Thank that's you. a really important part. Of, of, it is. You know? Well, for me, it is um, because I don't sing, you know, like a, a lot of hard rocking songs and things like that. I try to sing fun songs. I try to sing poignant songs, and I try to sing touching songs mm -hmm. because that's what I like. Yeah, and and I do see it does touch some people. Yep, and it makes me feel unbelievable that I could touch somebody like that. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. I'm telling you, that's what performance is, folks. If you have never been up there and doing this and realizing that you are influencing all these people many of whom are complete strangers and yet they walk away feeling something it's a powerful powerful yeah. experience that's who we are as human yeah. beings we have this ability to influence other people it's and pretty empowering to too when you see someone who gets up there for the first time that yeah. you've talked into going up there for the first time yeah um i have a, a friend who occasionally will get up if it's really dead and nobody's singing he'll say okay next person that gets up i'm buying their drink yeah right yeah. you get 
people who are like, hey, I've been thinking about it, why not? Right, that's you know? right. And it's, that's right. it spawns a whole new pile of people that love to do and it. And they right. appreciate the opportunity to break through that barrier. They do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them still play shy about it, but they really, really want to get up there. Yeah. And to be egged on and to be pushed and finally get up there, yeah. a lot of people are very appreciative of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Coward Johnny, I want to thank you so much. First, oh, it's my pleasure. Come on down to the Ming because at 9 o'clock we're starting to do the actual singing. The next show will be on with Phil. And I'll even teach a line dance. That's 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 we'll teach a line so. dancing. Come on down to the Ming and, come on and, down. and join us. We got some chicken wings going pretty soon. We got some chicken wings. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Cow, thank you so much, Cowboy. Right, thank, thank you, John. All right. Thanks, Take care. So, guys, we, we got we got other folks out there in the audience. Where's Jim? Yeah. Can somebody get Jim Quine for me? But you know what? He brought up a lot of really relevant points to what we were talking so. about. You know, yep. with the fact that you know, it's 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 almost therapeutic, right? You know, I we I read a couple of articles prior to the show to try to kind of get ready for the show because we like to do a little bit of research. But there was there was people talking about having it in their home and. You know, there was a woman who was raising kids and, and struggling through the day-to-day -day, uh, monotonies of life. And she said, you know, she was about to go upstairs and just kind of hide from it all and just get in her bed and, and pull the sheets over. And she said, you know what? I'm pulling out the karaoke machine. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it changed the world. It changed the whole dynamic of yeah. the family. Yeah. Right? You control no one, but you influence That's right. Everyone, and right? small changes can have big effects. That's right. That's the other part of the IM. You don't need to change everything. If you make a small change, it can have a ripple effect through the whole system. And that's part of what karaoke does as well. When you're up there singing, there's actually a whole physiological thing that's yeah. going on in your Explain body. Explain that. So, so when, you're, when you're singing, you have to change the way you're breathing. Uh, it can release um, adrenaline and endorphins and these chemicals in your brain, and it is amazing. We've got another another guest here, another singer. Come on in, Jim. Come on, sit yeah. down here. Put on the mic. I just want to. Well, I just want to. Just want to again. Full disclosure, Jim was also one of our early co-hosts on the Dr. Joe Show. Good, good friend of mine. Jim, it is delightful to have and you here. It is here. great to see you, Joe. How are you? It's great. I'm glad you've got a new co-host. Oh, uh, you are. Yeah, because he's got technology skills, uh, well, yeah. which he, is really well, great. I'm not sure if Facebook's enjoying the, the preview, because I, I, <laughs> I don't think they can hear or see us, but we're going to roll it anyway. Oh, we're going to roll it So here's what I have for Jim. What's that? What's your go-to song? Uh, I'm going to say, that's a good question. I, I think probably uh, Johnny Cash, um, one of the Johnny Cash songs, Folsom Prison. Probably, oh, that's a good one. Is uh, one of my faves. What about Summer Night? The Summer Day. Yeah, well, that's that's a big one too. Yeah, because I've I usually, heard you do that. I, one. I do, yeah, I do. I like Frank Sinatra. So um, you know, I like the. Uh, it, it's nice, depending upon the crowd. When you get uh, people that seem really happy and you know, they're clapping, yeah, you know, makes you it reinforces your sense of self. It does. Yeah. So, what about your early karaoke experiences? Do you remember the first time you got it? Whether yeah, I do. I remember the first time okay. that I sang karaoke. I was probably in my uh, 30s. Okay. And um, I don't think that I was 100% uh, sober when I got up to yeah. uh, to yeah. do that. That's happens. a reoccurring so thing. You may be one of the only people that that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah I know that. I know Never that. Heard so. Um, <laughs> 
but um, I would say that uh, it was uh, it was a little bit of a stumble. Um, I wasn't exactly sure. You know, you saw the words coming up on the screen. Yeah, and, they come up fast. You know, they really do. <laughs> and uh, I usually like so to go. So what was the first song? Do you remember? Oh God, no. Really? Are you kidding me? I was more interested in the girl that I was with. Okay. Than, uh, so I, have, I don't I don't have the memory of exactly what that was, but I, I remember that. Um, it was actually, it was a Chinese restaurant in mm -hmm. Framingham, Whoa, and um, I remember that uh, uh, whatever it was, it was my first time trying it, and uh, I definitely, uh, people people clapped, uh, but I think it was more because they were laughing. Yeah. Oh. Um, they, they were enjoying the humor of what I was doing. Well, we talked about that with Cowboy Mike a little hey, bit. Hey, yeah. I just a question. How, how did it work with the girl? I mean, yeah. did, how did the girl Well, I didn't marry her. <laughs> so uh, I don't think that it was beneficial so in that, that the sense. Beginning of the yeah, end. Huh. No. So uh, so now when I get my now my lovely wife when she does decide to sing with me, which is really great. We usually uh, we usually go to the Voyage, which is down in uh, in uh, Situate. Wonderful. Do you have karaoke there? Uh, no, actually they have open mic night. Ah. Yes, open mic night um, on Wednesday nights, and oh. uh, that's nice because I, I always seem to have trouble sort of matching the uh, the chord and the the, the tone of the karaoke, yeah. mm. um, and sometimes the music's going just too fast for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, when you have somebody playing good guitar, right. uh, they can speed up or slow down to help an old person like myself yeah. stay in tune. Well said. You know, and so you are that's really well tuned for an old person. Yeah, I, well, I, I hope so. That's uh, all I can say. So, have you ever felt nervous about getting up, or is it just uh, something you know? You just love the to interesting do? thing is, is that with karaoke, I always feel that, uh, or open mic night, either way, I always feel that uh, the expectation is not real high. So um, there's never any real concern around that. You know, I've I've stood up and, and done speeches in front of hundreds of people, yeah. and uh, certainly have done that, and uh, training programs in front of hundreds of people. And so I probably have felt far more stress about that. Um, when I was younger, I used to, uh, I was in drama and chorus, and, um, you know, I certainly can recall anxiety from that time period. But now, you know, karaoke, it's just fun. And I think that one of the things that you experience by doing it is this uh, this sense that you can just go ahead and have a good time with yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you stumble over a few words, you can come back and uh, laugh about it. And that's the key. Yeah. There really isn't that, that sort of pressure that you have when you're, you know, in a performance where people have paid money. Jeff? Right. But... I, I believe that a lot of people do feel that pressure. I feel like some folks who are comfortable doing though. it can have fun, but I think for those who do it often, you know, have a comfort level with it such that they feel more relaxed doing it. Right. Yeah, and I think the more the more consistent that you are, and if you have a, you know, if you've got a handful of songs that you're comfortable with, you know, if you do it often enough, it's like anything that you practice. Uh, the more times you do it, the better you're going to be at it, okay. and you just get more comfortable with it. But, you know, I really think that um, it's nice to get the reinforcement. You always get a round of applause, even if what you did was really, oh, my God, awful. You know, you're gonna, people are going to be reinforcing you at the end of it. Well, that's the thing. I don't, nice think, thing. I don't think anyone is, is well, ever wait, awful but where does that they wait, attempt to be awful, awful right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think people underestimate the fact that they could go out there and be very average to above average. Or even potentially below average. And right. sometimes yeah. but, 
they can be all of those things yeah. all at the same time. I just want to I just want to take one quick break because we have a, a sudden guest appearance is coming. There he is. Star, Greg Rosso from Veterans Voice. Amazing. Jim, I wanted to say thank you yes, so Jim, much for being here tonight. You, spend some time you come back you guys. anytime and keep Thanks coming. Enjoy the uh, music later. Keep coming back to the Ming and singing karaoke. We're gonna before we take a quick break. I just wanted to bring Greg Rosso in here because Greg uh, is always late on the breaks, and so. Veterans Voice, right here, Greg. How are you? And we got Wolfie you, here too. Look at you in this element. You're you're you're, you're here. You've this arrived. Is everything. This is everything that we could ever. You've hope made for. it to the bright lights. I know. The and flashing lights. <laughs> Finally. The disco lights. And, and and you let me and Wolfie uh, grace your show. So have you ever done karaoke? No. Why not? Uh, Why no, not? Until no, tonight. No, no, no. I'm lucky I can play <laughs> the radio. You would. You wouldn't get up and sing? No. What's Why? this? I mean, you've no, got your own I'm so radio. shy. I could, I could not do that. Everybody would see me. Everybody would hear. No, I couldn't do that. Um, why? Until I mean, tonight. Oh, I, I know. 9.05. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll listen to the pros. I'll listen to you folks and uh, take some notes. But, no, I'm a backstage kind of. I'll work the lights. But, but you run a show. But you have Very a show. Successful. You have your own radio show. Celebrity. Successful. Syndicated. God knows how that ever started. Uh, I, I have no idea how it happened. Well, I expected to help. And Ed Perry opened the door and said, go. And you've done it. But you're shy? You Terribly. Insecure. Really? Oh, horribly. Horribly. Well, so is that, a, is that a main reason why someone wouldn't do it is insecurity? I, like what a, it's their IC domain, right? What are people thinking about me? That's right. And I don't like them thinking bad things about me, so I'm not going to take this chance, right? That's it. And the, and the IC, and here's Wolfie. Yeah, come on, you got What happens with Greg is he's very outgoing and vivacious to help vets because he knows what he's doing and he knows he's directly helping people as opposed to he doesn't know what the hell he knows about singing. And what better place to start than karaoke? But I, I think, I mean, Wolfie's got to put in. So, well, Wolfie, get back on the mic there for a second. So what about you? Well, I you want to sing? Issues. I know, I know how to help people. I don't know how to sing. I don't know anything about singing. I don't but, know. But maybe they can tackle it together. Tackle it together. It, it as doctor, a it's easier for us to ask, ask for help for others rather than to talk about ourselves or ask help. It, it's it, that's not what we do. Neither neither one of us. But I could talk for an hour about. Helping you, or Mark, or Ryan, or uh -huh. Tom. Uh, skill sets. It's skill sets. It's skill sets. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's fear. Do you want us to sing with you? If you sing, we'll sing with you. I there love that. There it is. And that's it. Get a song we can all sing it. Okay, it so, so this it. actually brings yeah. up a really peer important pressure. point. It's not just peer pressure. It's the safety of a group. Yeah. Right? So when you are in a group of people, yeah. you don't necessarily have to stand out on your own, but you can absorb and be in that group. Folks, this, this is part of who we are as human beings, is we were not these social animals before. We were these isolated mammals millions of years ago scurrying around hoping not to be lunch, and when we formed these groups, that's when our survival potential increased. So absolutely, that is part of it. You can get up and sing in a group. And it's funny how that works, that dynamic, if you've ever seen it happen in a karaoke situation because it's usually somebody who really wants to do it but doesn't want to do it alone and they step in front of the people that they dragged up 
with them anyhow. Yes. And they take control Sometimes. of that. I've Sometimes. That. I've done a lot of corporate events with my team. Yes, I want to hear about that. it takes all types of uh, personalities, and you see a lot of different um, situations develop. So some people just jump up by themselves. Some people want to do a duet. Some do the group thing. And, and in the group situation, some of them are all just working together, and sometimes they just need that little push need to push. get them up there. And that is the IC domain, and it does connect with the biological domain because we are sometimes so afraid of what other people will think or feel about us, it activates a whole bunch of chemistry in our brain, cortisol, adrenaline, all these things that activate the flight branch of fight-flight. Yeah. You know, and that's what happens when you are. if you think you're going to fail, you will fail. That's right. What you right. think affects what you feel. It is, Dr. Joe, and we've usurped too much of your Ming well, time. So I know you have a, 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 some wonderful guests. we got a line, line of people. We thank you we so much. We had to come and say hello. Yes, thanks, guys. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks thank for your you service to those who give us service. Drive time for us on the way home. All right. Yeah. All right. But you're not going home until you guys do a karaoke song. Good night, folks. Good morning, Veterans Boys. singing in the car on the way home. All right. Happy Thanksgiving for all you do. Bye, guys. So we've got a guy here, Dr. Joe. Who we got? Who found his wife through karaoke? Found his wife? But I don't know where he went. So Timmy, why don't you grab a, a seat over there and tell us a little bit about your experiences in karaoke while we find uh, Doug? Okay, so we're looking for Doug, but first we've got Timmy. So Timmy, hi. <laughs> now, how old are you? Uh, Eleven. You had to you had to wait for remember. So, have you ever sung karaoke? Not that I remember. Have you ever sung at all? Yeah. Okay. And have you ever sung in front of other people? Not many. Why is that? I don't know. Is it something that you want to do? No, not how, really. How do you think it would be for you to sing in front of other people? I don't know. It would be hard. It could be hard. What do you think would be hard about Scary that? Scary or hard? Scary. Really? Yeah. So it starts at a young age, this IC domain. Huh? I mean, stage fright, basically. At what age does right. the IC stage domain fright. start? Yeah. It starts very, very young. Less than 18 months. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk really? all about that on another show. So, you think it would be stage fright? Yeah, I guess. Do you even know what that means, stage yeah, fright? Yeah, it's like when you're scared and you don't want to, like, sing or something. Right. All right. Now, talk. Now, do you do sports? Yeah. Okay, what sport do you do? Uh, baseball, ice ski, and I play flag football. Okay, and have you ever done that in front of other people? Yeah, a uh, lot of people. A, a lot of people. So what's different about that, do you think? You, you can get up there. Sometimes, sometimes we make errors, right? Sometimes yeah. we don't do great in sports. But you're willing to do that. I don't know. I mean, for some reason, I'm better with, like, sports than, like, singing and stuff. So you think. Yeah. Right. But what's your favorite food? Uh, steak. Okay, now did you know that that was your favorite food before you tried it? No. Exactly. Well, maybe the same with karaoke. Maybe the same with singing. You yeah. don't know if you don't try. And this really does get down to the I am as well. In the I am approach, it's about respect. Respect leads to value. Value leads to trust. And when you trust, you're willing to get up there and maybe make a mistake because you know people aren't going to laugh at you. That's yeah. right. That's oh, yeah. the most important part. That's what trust is all about. And that's why I really hope people 
really begin using the I am because it allows you to explore the most important part of who we are as human beings, which is being creative. Yeah. Being creative because when you're creative, you can do all sorts of things. Timmy, I want to thank you. Thank you for coming for down coming in today, man. Okay. It took a lot of courage. It did. To yeah. get up and sit down and get on the microphone kind of, on the radio. It's kind of like um, stage right. It's basically the same thing because you're over the whole Marshfield. Yeah. Everyone's listening. It's more than yeah. just Marshfield, buddy. And sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is international. This is international. And you yeah, we have somewhere it. between four and five million listeners. Actually. That's right. Really? We do, yeah. yeah. Between no. four and so five. Maybe, between maybe, maybe, four, maybe, and five. maybe four, and four through five. <laughs> <laughs> Is he your kid or something? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Timmy, thanks for coming in. We got another guest coming up right okay, away. All right. Coming up. So who's in here? Doug Gavoni is coming down to the microphone. Doug is here at the Ming Live. Doug, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Hey, Dr. So Joe. Doug has a phenomenal karaoke. We're calling this lovey Okay. Let's hear about your karaoke story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. By the way, Mark Stiles, you look like a young Sam Elliott with that mustache. Let's go with that. <laughs> so about that mustache, by the way, just a side note. Yes, yes. I don't normally wear a mustache, but it is November. It is November. November. And I love, uh, who is Sam Elliott? Is he the guy from, uh, from uh, the TV show? He's the guy from uh, Roadhouse and uh, Law and Order. Yeah, who talks like this, Sam Elliott. Uh, He's in the ranch. He's in the ranch. Big Lebowski. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm right with you. Big So my son told me this morning, he okay. goes, I, I think I finally figured out what you look like, Dad. <laughs> what, what, what did he say? This is a he very, said, very uh, good question. It was awesome. Very it was loaded. awesome. He said I look like the Lorax. With my mustache. <laughs> awesome. said that? No, no, no. His his older brother, Matthew. He's right. The Lorax. He's right. Yeah, he is right. <laughs> I can't wait till December first now. All right. So Doug, come yeah. on, bring it. All right, so let me take it back to two thousand three, if I may, gentlemen. Yeah. When I was a young, wild and free man on the scene. Uh, down in North Plymouth there was a place called Central Cafe. I don't know if you ever frequented it. If you did, there were uh, all sorts of characters in there, most of the ex convict variety. Um, it was not known as a spot for beautiful ladies, but one night I was up there singing karaoke, me and my cousin. Was this a normal thing for you to oh, go there and sing karaoke? It was as normal as it got, yes. It was, it was a normal thing where they had karaoke every week, having a good time, me and the fellas. And this, this, this girl walks in, and my God, it's 2018, I can't get too descriptive, but every step she took, flare gun went off. She was the most beautiful thing I ever saw in my life. I'm up there, I'm singing Roll Out by Ludacris, classic. <laughs> And I say, girl in red tank top. She looks at me and just sneers as anyone with any right. self-respect would. Later on, I walk over to her as, I am, uh, as I'm singing Jump, Jump by Criss Cross. Wow. And with uh, my sultry voice and my bedroom eyes, I managed to woo said woman. Ooh. And uh, here we are today, ladies and gentlemen, 2018. And I married that woman. Wow. Yeah, so because of born. karaoke. Because of karaoke, that was the sole reason. That, that was the aphrodisiac. Yes, it was. It was like your vantage point. You yeah. had a better view. You're on the stage. You could see the whole. Well, he's up there. He's thing. an authority at that point. I mean, yeah. that's something about the karaoke we haven't really talked about. Is you, mm. you are up there. You are the leader. You are. Mm. You have the stage. Yep, that's what right. I say. Right. I seized the room that night. Yeah. Seized the room. Got the girl. So, he yeah. got the girl. Well, that's my story, baby. That's, that's a, a great picture. story. Of course, the other side of it is she had a, a pretty good view of you, right? Because you're up there well, on your it. own, and she you. must have liked what she saw. Yeah, well, clearly. Seems like it made her <laughs> jump, jump. <laughs> 
We recently actually just got her glasses. Um, yeah, yeah. Once I hit the interlude, <laughs> I got, yeah. Once she was questioning it by the second verse, but then when I said, "I'm the Mickey, 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 Mac Daddy," at that point, just yeah, connection yeah, it was, was forged. Yeah. It was on, like yeah, Donkey Kong. Yeah. So you know, Brenda's going to be putting us on live after this, and you will grab a microphone and give us Maybe a little dig 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 Don't threaten me with a good time, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, you will be here. Thanks Speaking of Brenda, are we going to take her next? Yeah, Doug, thanks for coming Doug, down. Thanks so much for sharing your story. You know so I, I, I tell you, there, there are wonderful moments in karaoke, and sometimes we can meet people that we are going to be attached to forever. But, but next, next, up on the stage. Up on the stage. She says this every week, every night, I every, think, right? Every night. Yeah. Next up on the stage is Brenda. So what are you singing for us tonight, Brenda? Let's hear, let's hear your story. What's going on? Um, I, I've been doing karaoke for 25 years. Wow. I've always loved to sing. Um, even when I was a kid, I loved it. Uh -huh. um, I actually started out just doing Patsy Cline impersonations. Um, and I worked with an Elvis Presley, which was Scott Douglas, a good friend of mine. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Cool. And he was an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. And, and a Buddy Holly. I worked with a Buddy Holly. And um, it has been great. So, and I always loved it. So I said, "Well, I'll, I'll do karaoke and see if I liked it." And it was fun. And 25 years, I started out at Skip Sergio when I was 26 in Whitman. Really? Yeah. And so, because you're here Thursday nights, but but you do karaoke every night or uh, every night except tuesday right now that's amazing wow and the ming's doing it every night now yes the ming dynasty doing it seven every night. yes nights a week right here in your hometown marshfield massachusetts wow. you can do karaoke every night of the week if you want to karaoke so <laughs> it is the capital so what karaoke. i'm gonna put you on the spot for a moment so i'm just sort okay. of warning what have been Give me like one of the most unusual karaoke stories of, of either yourself or somebody else getting up there. I mean, well, there was this guy, Doctor Joe, uh, who came in on a Thursday night. Thank you. So. After a reading. All right, we're gonna do this my way. That's a Sinatra song. Well, yeah. So, but, but, well done. But what have you seen? I mean, what's it like? I mean, did people come up and? Yeah, sometimes I go out to the audience yep. and ask them if they want to sing. And sometimes it takes a little courage to yeah. get up there and, you know what I mean? And uh, you just ask people and they come up. Some people come in just because they love it. Yep. You know, and uh, and it does, you don't have to be great. You just have to enjoy yourself. Right. That's what it's about. Yeah. And, uh, like, when Dr. Joe, when you come in and Dave, when you guys come in and sing, I love it. I love hearing all of you sing. <laughs> Dave and Mark. And Mark, yeah. <laughs> the Mark, too. Or Dave. Oh, Dave, is he the yeah, cowboy? Yeah, Dave, yeah. yeah okay. And John. And Bill. And then there's Mark. Mark. And then there's, then there's Mark. <laughs> and now Mark, but Mark, have you known all the songs that Mark picks? He picks the most difficult songs. I know. I love So the they songs don't sound difficult when I hear them on the radio, though. It's because you they're know? professionals. They are. And I'll tell you, you, you really realize how talented those people are when you try to sing their song. Yes. And try is the and operative word. They're so amazing. I mean, some people you 
come on and they just have such a great time with yeah. it. And, um, and sometimes you have to turn up the background music on people a little bit. I've noticed you do that with me a couple of times. <laughs> oh, yeah, some people Thank have you, a Brenda. real powerful voice. And some get a little shy when they first yeah. start out, but once they get going, yeah. they're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, equal balance, talent versus stage presence mm. in karaoke? Yes. Well, I just finished a contest last night in uh, Really? Tell about that. And it was wonderful. Sign us up. Yeah, I want to get involved. So wait, so where do you do this? So you, you're not just here at the Ming then. So where, where else are in, you? I was in Brockton at Dylan's okay. Bar and Grill. And I did, for eight weeks, I ran a contest. Yep. And we had 18 contestants and top six won. Nice. So and how are they judged on, how do they advance um, or? Stage presence. Oh, that is are really part judge? of it. Is the sole judge or, or no, is there I a panel? No, I had four judges that came in. Okay. Costume? Oh, no, no. No. <laughs> Well, there was a few people in costume. But that wasn't part of the judging. That doesn't give you extra points with the judges. Really? Sometimes. Does it? I would yeah. think the costume? So. Yeah. Does you it? look like Johnny Cash. The girl Dash. came in dressed up like Cher, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. When she uh, sang, right. if so I can, can turn back that time. Can work. And she placed, so the judges scored uh, 1 to 10 for voice. Okay. Um, the song choice, 1 to 5. Hmm. And uh. stage presence, 1 to 5. Like if they moved out, mingled yeah. with the crowd, yeah. and... That, that's what we rated the stage presence on. Does the costume fall into stage presence? Does yeah, it get tucked in there? Yeah, kind of a little bit. Perfect. Because yeah. there is a remarkable part of, of some people are, are much more interactive with the audience. How are we doing on time? We have one minute left? Mm. Oh, wow, it goes by gosh, so much. It goes by so fast. It's like a song. You started, well, it's thank over. you so much. Well, Brenda, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, yeah, thanks for doing what you do. Sing tonight. For providing the background be there. for so many people to have this experience. Yeah, this oxytocin, right? This yeah, community. We didn't even talk about the community aspect of it. I know there's so much it. we can do. We might have to do a part two. Episode two? We might have to do part two. Yeah. We'll do that. Folks, if you're around, Step out of your comfort zone and give it a go, right? Come on over to the Ming. Hey, everybody, have a great Thanksgiving next week, and please keep singing. Remember, you control no one. You influence everyone. You get to choose the kind of influence you want to be. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Thank you, karaoke.